weaving personal discovery with emotion AI. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Dr. Rana El-Kalubi, author and co-founder and CEO of Effectiva. Welcome, Rana. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. And, and welcome back. It's always an honor to have you. In fact, you're, you're actually no stranger to this show. In fact, this audience. Remind us, though, a little bit about what you do and what Affectiva does. So I'm co-founder and CEO of Affectiva. We are an MIT spin-out on a mission to humanize technology by bringing and building artificial emotional intelligence into our devices. And why did you start the company? I had this aha moment many years ago when I was uh, studying in Cambridge doing my PhD that technology has a lot of IQ, has a lot of cognitive intelligence, but no emotional intelligence, no empathy, no ability to understand human. And so that set me on a path to ask the question, like, what if computers can understand human emotions? What would that unlock in terms of applications and use cases? And, you know, 20 years on, uh, here I am. Uh, running the company and really focused on bringing this technology to market. We mentioned that you are an author. In fact, you just released your new book, Girl Decoded, a scientist quest to reclaim our humanity by bringing emotional intelligence to technology. So explain how you weave your personal story of discovery with advancing the state of artificial intelligence. Yeah, exactly. So the book is a memoir, um, and it's a juxtaposition of uh, um, how does one build artificial emotional intelligence, and it takes you behind the scenes of how do you build this type of technology and the applications and the ethical questions and implications. But at the same time, it takes you through my personal journey. I, you know, I grew up in the Middle East and found my way to the United States, um, and definitely have kind of. Um, it's been a, a personal journey and a personal transformation of, of finding my voice. So um, it's, it's the story of both. The story you tell in the book is one of self-discovery and overcoming preconceived notions. What else did you discover about yourself as a result of writing this book? I mean, how are you different now as compared to maybe when you sat down to, to write those very first pages? You know, I made a promise to myself that I would write very openly and very vulnerably. And so this experience, and it's been, a, you know, three years in the making, this experience of writing the book has really been about a lot of self-reflection and reconciling my personal identity as a Muslim Egyptian woman, um, but also like, you know, a woman CEO in technology, an American. Um, and what I've learned about myself is, you know, for many, many years, I've had a lot of inner doubt and kind of this Debbie Downer voice in my head that just, you know, just kind of became an obstacle. And so I've had to overcome that and negotiate that kind of inner doubt. So um, the process of writing and talking about all these moments where I didn't believe in myself uh, was, was really, was really powerful. And I, and I hope it resonates with a lot of the readers. What was the biggest challenge you faced uh, writing your first book? Was, and what advice would you offer to maybe others who are contemplating the same task? I think there are two big challenges. One is just pragmatic, right? Like having the discipline to write a book uh, and, and just write a little bit every single day. Um, in terms of the other challenge, it's just really identifying 
why you're writing the book. Like who's the audience and what message do you want to get out there? For me, it started off as wanting to get the message around emotion AI out and kind of evangelize the technology. But as I started writing, I realized that my path and my unusual kind of journey um, can be powerful and can hopefully inspire a lot of people out there. And so um, I, I morphed kind of the goal, pivoted using startup lingo um, to this kind of broader audience and, and memoir um, with the goal and the intention to get it out there to the broadest audience possible. You and I have known each other a long time and you have a lot of support and respect just within the industry and a lot of working partners. Um, and I can see a lot of times that, that, that is mutual respect. You respect a lot of the other uh, colleagues that we that you have. One of the things that you and I were talking about uh, before um, the, the interview was one of the reviews that somebody left you about your book was just how open you were about your personal story. And I feel like because you're so connected and because you're so personal, um, now, you know, people who aren't even in technology who are run across your book are going to be able to connect with you. Do you think that that's been... Um, all the way through your career? Or is that something that writing the book has helped you discover about yourself? I think I've always had this knack for being a technologist and a geek, but at the same time being able to simplify and make the technology accessible. In fact, I, I believe that that's part of my mission and responsibility as an AI innovator and thought leader to make this make the technology as inclusive and accessible as possible. And so I really wanted the book to spark a dialogue and a conversation with non-experts. I mean, I, I talk to technologists all the time, but I really wanted this book to bring in people who are not necessarily AI experts and have them be part of the conversation because I think that's the only way we get to AI that is, that is gonna benefit society and that's gonna work for all of us. If we bring the consumer voice into you know, into the, into the conversation and have them be strong advocates for the right way to, to, to build this. Um, so I, I hope the book, you know, intrigues people who are, who are, may not necessarily have, have wanted to pick up an AI book. This is not an AI book. And I think a lot of people wouldn't pick up an AI book. Um, but hopefully I've sneaked in enough AI content in there that it engages, um, you know, a broad audience. Well, it's definitely the future. And uh, if somebody wants to pick up a copy of your book, uh, Rana, where, where can they find that? How can people connect with you and, and maybe, like I said, yeah, buy your book? Uh, please buy the book. It is available uh, um, at, at all major um, retailers. Uh, we're also shipping uh, internationally. So if you're outside of the United States and you're curious, please do consider buying the book. Um, and then if you do read the book, please reach out and share what parts of it resonated with you. I love, love hearing from people. Um, it, it makes me happy. So, um, and it, it makes me feel like, you know, I put out, put myself out there and, and people have been able to reciprocate and connect. Dr. Rana El-Kalubi, co-founder and CEO of Affectiva and author of Girl Decoded a scientist's quest to reclaim our humanity by bringing emotional intelligence to technology. I highly recommend it and uh, certainly follow her and her work. Thanks again, Rana, for, for joining us. Thank you. And you guys can find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.